Um, I just want to say, you know, the Aquarium of the Pacific is a major asset in our city. This is our asset. It's a city asset. And millions of people from all over the region visit the aquarium, you know, annually. And I definitely don't want the aquarium to default on any of their expenses. Um, they will pay the city back over a maximum of 13 years. And um, in fact, we're likely to be paid ahead of time and they'll pay us a little interest too. So that's, so that's good. Welcome to the show, folks. You're listening to KLBP Long Beach Public Radio. My name is Kevin Flores, editor at Forth.org, and this is City Council Meeting Notes, bringing you a recap of what went down at the Long Beach City Council meeting each week. We'll talk about the decisions, the stakes, and the occasional drama. You just heard from 2nd District Council member Cindy Allen, who on Tuesday joined the rest of the council in authorizing a loan of up to $5 million for the Aquarium of the Pacific. Much more on that later in the show. First up, smart cities. Dystopian nightmare or tech-driven urban optimization? That's the question at hand now that the council has approved a plan to convert Long Beach into a smart city. What this essentially means is that in the not-so-distant future, the city could have a unified network of sensors and cameras collecting massive amounts of data about all sorts of things such as traffic movement, parking, noise, and the delivery of public services. Now, the upshot to this is that it can help the city serve residents better, allowing officials to make more informed decisions about the day-to-day operations of the city. The other side of the coin is that all the smart infrastructure can be used to surveil and potentially suppress residents' civil rights. Local officials on Tuesday acknowledged the anxiety that comes with such an expansion of the city's eyes and ears, and the Smart City Strategic Plan the council approved makes sure to address it. The plan calls for a robust set of data privacy guidelines that focus on accountability. Here's Long Beach Smart City Manager Ryan Kurtzman. In our community survey, we heard that although residents believe smart tools are essential, they are strongly concerned that this could mean less personal privacy. This is why city staff is proposing data privacy guidelines in addition to the Smart City Initiative for your review and approval this evening. The data privacy guidelines are contained in attachment B of the staff report and address transparency and accountability, participatory feedback channels, digital equity, ethics, and non-discrimination. One of the most popular applications of smart city technology are street poles, which are often outfitted with cameras, microphones, and sensors and can be, for example, brightened in high crime areas or dimmed when there's no pedestrian traffic. But in San Diego, controversy struck last year when it was discovered police were accessing the streetlight's raw camera footage. This led to San Diego's mayor ordering that the smart streetlight cameras be shut off until surveillance oversight ordinances could be developed. On Tuesday, data privacy was only briefly mentioned by 7th District Councilmember Roberto Uranga with the rest of the council's discussion focusing on the positive aspects of smart city technology. Here's third district council member, Susie Price. Because we have GPS in the street street sweeping vehicles to 
alert residents uh, when the truck had passed their home so that for parking impacted areas, they could go ahead and park on the side of the street once the street sweeping truck has passed. Um, that is a technology that's been utilized in other cities. I'd love to see that incorporated in the city of Long Beach. City officials say the next steps involve implementing data privacy guidelines and launching smart city pilot programs. You're listening to KLBP 99.1 FM, Long Beach Public Radio. After the break, we'll talk about a grant that the council is hoping can restore a fire engine in East Long Beach. Yeah. 
I'm Kevin Flotis, editor at Forth.org, and you're listening to City Council Meeting Notes on KLBP 99.1 FM. This week, the council directed the city manager's office to submit an application for a $4.8 million federal grant that could help pay for 12 firefighters over three years and restore Engine 17, which is stationed east of Stearns Park. The move goes against advice from city manager Tom Modica, who in a memo to the council earlier in the week warned that the city could fail to maintain minimum fire department staffing levels that are a condition of the grant. This would result in the city having to give back the funds, and Modica wrote that such a scenario has the potential to put the city in an even more difficult financial position than it is already facing. With belt tightening measures likely on the horizon, future cuts to the fire department are foreseeable. But 4th District Councilmember Daryl Supernaw on Tuesday spoke about the importance of restoring Engine 17, something he's long advocated for. Without it, he said that neighboring Engine 10 is stretched too thin. Let's take a listen. But citywide, um, having Engine 17 in place uh, cuts those response times citywide by a huge amount. And within um, 17's area, it's up to um, a minute and a half that it cuts down uh, with it with it in uh, in action. It's critically important because uh, twofold. Um, when engine 17 is not in place, uh, engine 10 is responsible for calling on parts of engine 17's area. So that takes that very busy uh, fire engine out of Central Long Beach, out of uh, their area uh, of response. Now, we should note that another vote would be needed to accept the money should the city be awarded the grant in September, giving the council another chance to assess whether the risk of taking the funds is a prudent one. The Aquarium of the Pacific, one of Long Beach's most popular tourist attractions, was put in a pretty tight spot when the pandemic struck last year. No longer able to welcome the public into its stores, revenue cratered. But in the meantime, it still had to spend money keeping its collection of over 11,000 animals alive. The aquarium reported ending 2020 with a net loss of $13 million and has been looking down the barrel of a rent payment to the city in October. To avoid defaulting on that rent payment, the nonprofit that runs the aquarium asked the city for a loan of up to $5 million, which the council approved on Tuesday. The money would come from the oil field abandonment reserve, which is generally used to cap oil wells that are no longer in service. In the event that the aquarium fails to pay back the loan, an unlikely scenario according to city officials, the principal would be covered by the Tidelands Fund, which pays for projects along the coastline. Although 3rd District Councilmember Susie Price voted to approve the loan, she expressed some concern over the possibility of having to draw from the Tidelands Fund. I think they take that commitment very seriously, um, but they are not our only city asset in the Tidelands area, and we have not had 
uh, as positive of an experience uh, with other partnerships in the Tidelands area, and that has resulted in the Tidelands Fund um, being full, further leveraged um, and ultimately that fund being very uh, vulnerable um, in terms of future use and future programming. Depending on how soon the pandemic recedes, the aquarium may only need to borrow as little as $1.2 million, officials said. And that's all I got for you this week, folks. Thank you for tuning in. On the council's plate next week is the Long Beach Recovery Plan and a possible expansion of the city's cannabis equity program. The city council meets the first three Tuesdays of the month, and you can follow along with our live coverage of each meeting on Twitter at LBC Meeting Notes. You can catch this program every Thursday and Sunday at 11 a.m. on KLBP 99.1 FM. You can also listen on demand at klbp.org or forth.org. That's F-O-R-T-H-E dot org. The music by my colleague Esther Kang. My name is Kevin Flores, editor at forth.org. Take care.
It's gross.